Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn. And Mike Glassby. And this is the Military Cashflow Podcast, where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now, let's get started creating this military cash flow. What's going on, military cash flow family? Today, today is a very, very special day. This is our 100th episode our 100th episode man this is huge i'm super super excited you can see some of the veins in my throat here man i'm, <laughs> I'm super excited and then on another note i'm super excited because my wife found out it was our 100th episode and she got me my favorite pie in the world some lemon meringue pie so right after nice. this i'm gonna go <laughs> dive into some lemon meringue pie man so uh yeah man go ahead mike what's up man I'm, I'm excited man it's been a hell of a long journey and congrats on the lemon meringue pie man i'm a little bit jealous i ain't got nothing for mine but hey this is a, it's been a hell of a long journey i'm super excited to share this guys in the past two years we've accumulated over seventy-six thousand views over ten thousand hours of watch time and over three thousand subscribers guys that's because of you guys so we want to first off thank you guys from the bottom of our heart we are extremely humbled by the people that actually find value in this content, right? And you obviously know that we do this for you guys. So again, thank you so much. This is exciting. And because it's our 100th episode, we are going to do a giveaway, but you have to stick to the end to find out. Stay tuned until the end. Yeah, yeah. just like Mike said, man, we usually provide value through our guests that we bring on so that they can share their stories and that can help you learn uh, on your own investing journey, regardless of what type of investing it is, right? Uh, this time is a little bit different. We're going to be sharing uh, the military cash flow journey, like our individual journeys, right? And that's how we're going to add some value today. Uh, we're going to be sharing some of our highlights and, and kind of uh, going uh, kind of chronologically over some of the the things that we've done to build this channel and some of the high points and uh, some of the lessons learned we've had throughout that journey. So to kick it off, we started off in February of 2019 yes. at Grant Cardone's 10X Growth Conference. Um, yes. Went down to Miami, got to, uh, it was beautiful and sunny at the time I was at Fort Drum and it was literally, I, I literally broke, uh, drove through a blizzard to go, <laughs> to go to this thing. I, I don't think I've ever said that, but if you look up the weather, I don't know, it's like late February sometime at Fort Drum, literally like driving through a freaking blizzard, uh, to get to the airport. The, the plane almost didn't take off because it, they almost locked it down, uh, because of the snow was so bad. Right. But fortunately, got down to Miami and it was completely sunny. It was like 85 degrees or something like that. Just ridiculous. Um, and, and had a great time, dude. And that's where I ran into the one, the only, the man himself, Mike Glassby, uh, and the rest of the five pillars team, dude. So, uh, Mike, what do you guys say, man? What was that your first, was that your first conference? <clears throat> that was my Ever? first, that was my, well, so I'd been to a few like smaller conferences, right. But yeah. that was my first big conference. Like I've yeah. never, I had never seen like a lot of people at a conference like that was, that would have, uh, had we not had the like little veteran veterans pass, had we not yep. been able to go for free, that would have been the most expensive <laughs> conference yes. that I had paid for it at the time. So yeah, man. man, it was the same thing for me, man. So I did a whole bunch of like the 
the three day seminars and the, you know, go to the hotel for the weekend thing or whatever to learn about real estate or finances. But that uh, uh, Grant Cardone's 10X Growth Con 2019 was the first real conference. And uh, like Dan said, the whole five post crew was there, right? And we were small then, we just started. So it was like five of us and all of us were there, every single one of us, right? And uh, we got the veteran passes. And the only reason we decided to go, cause it was free, <laughs> it was free. But man, so many good connections were made uh, on that on that weekend, right out there in Miami, and uh, it really started my love for those conferences. But I mean, that's where we first met, and that's where you first met because you were doing you were doing the YouTube videos, but you met your first podcast guest there, which happened a little bit later on in the year. Yeah, Tell us sure. about that. Shelby Osborne. I met Shelby there. So uh, as Mike stated, we had these little veterans passes. And at the time I was doing YouTube channels by myself, if you guys don't know, um, you guys can actually look up that actual, uh, that interview that I have with the whole five pillars team. Um, I was there in my little tight shirt, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I was trying to get my Miami on, you know what I mean? I want to look like everybody else. I want to look like a local, you know? So um, I, I was down there and I had my little uh, camera on like a little long selfie stick. And we're, I was doing interviews. I was pulling people to the side. I met uh, Dave Parade there i met the whole uh active duty passive income team there i met uh like I, I just met so many people there and then obviously met uh the five pillars crew there so we got together we had a talk i don't know about 25 30 minutes or something like that and um it just got really good vibes from everybody and then it ended up uh calling shelby osborne um for my very first interview because i was like all right we're doing this stuff on youtube I'm, I'm at the time i was sharing my personal journey and what i was doing and how i was you know, building wealth. Right. And I wanted to kind of transition a little bit into helping share other people's story. Cause I can learn from that. Right. And I know an audience could as well. So that was the uh, idea behind it. So I got on Shelby, uh, I got uh, Shelby and I wanted her to be my first guest. Cause she was, she was just awesome. Her personality was awesome. I thought she'd make a, a great first guest and uh, she didn't disappoint. Um, you guys look up that episode. She talked about the uh, Max Bang theory Max and Bang. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a bunch of few, a bunch of few other things that I was just kind of like mind blown, right? Just an awesome person, awesome individual. And uh, stay tuned. We'll have her, We'll have her back for our like what 101 yeah. episode, however you say yeah, that. Yeah, 101 first. Yeah, man. And she's she's a rock star, guys. You guys know she's my business partner over at Five Pillars, and we have investments together, but she is a rock star. She'll be back to drop some more knowledge and explain her journey too, because two years, it's surprising how much can change, right? And it wasn't shortly after. Um, that I was a guest uh, on the on the podcast, and it was right after um, we recorded our episode. That as soon as we finished, Dan uh, opened up the invitation, and said, "Hey, Mike, would you would you uh, would you consider joining me over here?" Uh, at that point in time, it was called Financial Freedom Journal. That was the uh, the the YouTube channel, um, and and we were considering rebranding it. Well, that came later. But what was your thought process um, as to why you open up the invitation, like why you were looking, I guess, for somebody to join your platform. Yeah, I definitely wanted some help, man. As um, if you guys have ever edited a podcast or edited a video, a YouTube video, you realize that it takes a lot of time, right? And there was times that I, I couldn't do things by myself. We preach this all the time, right? Uh, joining a team and and uh, gathering people because, you know, your strengths is, is, is another person's 
Well, your strength might be another person's weakness, vice versa. And then also, if you guys are good at, if you guys are both good at one thing, you can both double down, right? It just eases a lot of the uh, the stress and, and stuff. And then also, there's a lot of value add for uh, bringing another person on, especially a rock star like Mike Glassby, right? So um, I, I was I was contemplating that for a long time, like, hey, man, you know, I, I got to go on something involving work. So that means I can't do this episode, or it means I, I can't edit or I can't do something else. Um, I, I, I can only add so much experience. I can only add so much value through my own experiences, right? Um, trying to find the, I was trying to find the right person, the right fit um, that would kind of match my personality and uh, kind of, I guess, got me a little bit, right? Um, and I can, that I felt like really, really good vibes with to, uh, to, to help branch out and build the platform, like I said. And um, yeah, man, it's, after, immediately after our interview, I was like, yeah, Mike's, Mike's a guy, dude. Like I had really been, I had really, really been uh, like deliberately trying to figure out who, who it needs to be or who, who I wanted to try to ask, right? And then immediately after our interview, I was like, yeah, man, Mike's that guy. <laughs> what was your thoughts, man? Like, what were your thoughts going through that? Like, how did you even perceive that? Like, I know it was out of left field. I hadn't talked to wow. you, I hadn't did anything like, what were your thoughts, man? Yeah, I'm completely yes. out of left field. We literally, we literally, it finished, you know, we pushed stop recording. He was like, yeah, so uh, would you like to be a co-host? I was like, well, you know, not like, not like that, but I was like, damn. Um, but, you know, what's funny enough is in my mind, and I told, and I told Dan this at the time, I was like, in my mind, I've been thinking about starting a YouTube channel or a podcast, but guys, for those who don't know, it is a ton of work. It is a ton of work. All right. Uh, I mean, all everything from just just creating the content is a lot, not including editing, scheduling and posting it, commenting, managing the com so forth and so on. Right. So um, the fact that you already had a platform established and then opened up your arms, I was I was extremely uh, you know humbled and honored. But at that point in time, I said, all right, well, what am I doing? I was active duty. I was going hard on the investments. I was going hard building out the five pillars team. I had all these things going on. I thought, OK. By me coming and joining somebody who already had an established kind of platform, now I can bring my best attributes, right? Which would just be like my, my, my love for sharing knowledge, really. But my best attributes to the table and not necessarily have to worry about finding out or figuring out all the rest of this stuff, right? So for me, it was, it was like, ah, can I handle it? But I only felt like I could handle it by taking on, you know, uh, or joining the venture with you. And uh, we shoot, we soon found out shortly after that, you know, that, hey, even together, we still need help, i.e. brought in the man, the myth, the motherfucking legend, Wasim. Wasim, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, so um, you guys don't know, like, uh, the guy behind the scenes that does pretty much all of uh all of the, the the hard work and that's just crushing it behind the scenes dude is wazim we shout his name out i mean if you guys listen to our podcast we shout this guy out all the time we gotta mm -hmm. we need to bring him on actually so seriously we do face. he's like the, the as he's man. editing this he's gonna <laughs> yeah. hear it you're coming on bubba yeah. <laughs> he's like the mystery man dude but yeah. hey wazim is the man dude like he he edits all of our stuff he helps us with the social media um puts it on podcasts puts it on youtube and and he, he really just uh, filled a void or filled a need, a, a very, very big need that we need at the time. Like, like Mike said, man, he was active duty, building out five pillars, investing, you know, um, just just doing everything right and then myself i'm doing i have my family i'm active duty as well i'm doing my own investment so i mean the time that we have available to actually do all the other things and put those pieces together 
<clears throat> it was very, very hard because I, I think at the time uh, we were sharing some of that responsibility, but man, it was like, it felt like that's all we were doing, you know, so we couldn't really give to uh, give as much to our deliberate investing and all the other ventures that we had going on during that time, because <laughs> editing this stuff <laughs> takes a long time dude so wazim just came in and like at the right time and uh he did he just took it away and, and that that was honestly i think that's one of the biggest changing points uh i don't know if you would agree that's one of the I biggest would. changing point for us so uh we're always seeing wazim's praises and we try to you know uh, let other people know if you got if you got if you're listening to this and you need some podcast editing you need some other stuff social uh, media social, whatever it is dude, dtl studios D DTS. I'm DTL, DTL. DTL. I'm okay. Sorry. Look, we DTL. messed up already. We love you. <laughs> yeah. DTL studios, we man. Love uh, you, man. I swear. Yeah. So, um, less yeah, he's, he's fully, he's fully integrated into all my companies now too, guys. Like this, this guy is truly uh, a lifesaver, man. And it was a really big impact for me because once he kind of came in and I was also transitioning out of the military, right? So January of 2020, I left the military. I, I ETS permanently done and done. And at that point in time, I was concerned about a few things, but I wanted to make sure that most of our systems were, were streamlined at this point, right? And by the time he came on, he had already produced a lot of podcast episodes for us. Now me and Dan were focusing on life and producing content. And if you guys noticed right around that time, our content release started increasing which really helped us deliver value to you guys as well. So uh, around that time frame, January, 2020, that's when it really started to kind of uh, evolve into what we are now with the military cash flow community. Yeah. I want to touch on that, man. Like, cause the ETS process, man, that's a huge transition, dude. Like, uh, cause I know, I think that's like one of the number one topics that, that at least I get asked on the side, right? People that listen to the podcast and then they'll, they'll shoot me in the DM to something like, all right, man, I'm about to ETS. What do you think I should be doing? And I'm like, yo, listen to, to Mike's episode. Um, listen to some of the things that, that Mike's been putting out or I'll just refer them to you, you know, off top. Right. Um, speaking to some of those, some of those service members that are ETSing, right? Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? What are some things that they need to be doing? Like just really quick, what are some things that they need to be doing to, to set themselves up for, for success, especially yeah. if they're trying to get involved in real estate? Yeah. So first and foremost, guys, ed educate, 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 right? Uh, the VA disability claim, I, I put out an episode on it. We'll make sure that we put the link in the show notes here, but the VA disability claim is so, uh, it, it's so, it's slept on. Like, let's just be honest. People don't take it as seriously as they should. And I don't care if you get 10% or 100%, that little bit of change could be extremely impactful. We go day in and day out trying to figure out how we can raise $20,000, $30,000 so we can generate $100 a month in passive income. But if you can go in and claim what's rightfully yours in disability and get $400, $500, $1,000, you've just created financial freedom at a whole nother level or at a whole nother trajectory right? Then focusing only on real estate. So that's, that's huge there, but continue to educate yourself back to that base point, educate yourself on what the military provides. That's just one piece of it, right? So many people ask me or, or shunned me if you, if I will, Hey man, you did 10 years, 11 years, actually, I, I was right at 11 years. You did 11 years, just do another nine. Nah, for everybody else out there listening, you know how hard that is, right? 
But the more you educate yourself with anything, the more confident you're going to feel in your decision. So for all of you out there that are on that fence, there's no right or wrong answer because Dan, Dan and his wife are going to do 20. Cool, but they're enjoying it. If you're enjoying it, go for it. If you have any other inkling where you're not enjoying it, your mental health is, is, on, is on edge or your relationship is faulty, there's other options out there. And I just highly encourage that you all educate yourself on what those options are. Yes. So I, those are great points, man. Those are excellent, excellent points. And like I said, like Mike said, there's no one wrong answer. Or there's no one right answer, right? It's all up to the individual themselves, right? So um, you can be successful if you stay in. And you can also be successful if you stay out. It all depends on what you want to actually do. Um, you know, build that plan and make and design your lifestyle uh, for yourself. Yeah. And, I, um, and I, I'll but, tell you, I, I, you know, as soon as I got out <laughs> January, one of the biggest impacts of the entire world happened two months later. And in March, COVID hit. <laughs> so, I mean, how, how did you feel about when this uh, pandemic swept across us out of nowhere? Yeah, man, COVID was uh, out of left field, dude. Like it, it was, I was in command during that time, man. And uh, I was about to uh, leave. I knew I was about to go to uh, uh, PCS to Fort Stewart where I'm at right now. Um, I just didn't know what was going to be what was going to be happening. And uh, I thought I was going to have to stay longer at Fort Drum, you know, but uh, I ended up getting uh, getting to Fort Stewart. But I mean, my main thought process was um, one, my tenants, what are they going to be doing? Obviously, they're not going to be right. able, they're not going to be able to to work. Um, and are they, are the, well, are they going to be able to feed themselves? That was my main priority right there. First, all right, what's going to happen with these tenants? And then on top of that, all right, if they're not going to be able to pay, got that. Let me see if I can offer some kind of relief or something, but on the flip end, what's going to happen to me? Because now I have to support, you know, eight units basically, all right, I, I, I have to support that. So what's going to happen with that? So my, my thoughts were kind of involving the real estate, um, and, trying to figure out what was what was going to happen now unfortunately um i didn't deal with too too much i did have a couple of evictions for the most part all of my uh tenants were very very respondent uh talking to my property manager and uh there was a lot of conversation between myself and my property manager on how we how, how to handle this and uh what was going on with the tenants right um but fortunately you know, I, I didn't have any major, major situations. Yes, there was some lost rent. Yes, there was a couple of uh, a couple of people that I believe that were taking advantage of the system. But hey, man, it's part of the game, dude. Um, what about you, Mike? Yeah, I mean, COVID, you know, the more you think about it, COVID was a very unique situation. And, you know, what's funny is it's still going on, but it feels almost like it's normal now, right? And to think that only in 12 months, something can be so normalized, that's that's kind of insane, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, we, we, everybody was in a panic. Now, for the most part, most of our audience is military. So most of us, our income was not at risk. All right, let's be fair. All right, we didn't, we didn't go through some of those same challenges that a lot of other people did in the world when it comes to employment. But to, to Dan's point, when we're talking about our investments, we had the eviction moratorium. Oh, in the state of North Carolina, boy, that thing was a beast, but it was all over the nation. We had to uh, be able to support it, right? We had to, we had to ask ourselves, would the uh, deferment of our loans be worth it, right? We had to do the calculations, right? We had to think of all these considerations. We could no longer sit back and accept real estate in the old ways. We had to be proactive in the way that we thought about it. Now, luckily, 
both, I think you and I came out okay. We came out on top and I hope that most of our audience did as well. But for those who did, it was some extremely important lessons learned because this is a perfect example of, you know, we, we used to always say recession proof. Oh, how can we be recession proof? Now we have to ask the question, how, how can we be pandemic proof? Yeah. Right. So it's yes. a new challenge. Yeah. I, I think um, the thought process changed of a lot of investors. I think that there were a lot of investors originally that were like, all right, yeah, I can just get a couple of single family homes and be good. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I think that kind of changed that perspective. And now people are really thinking about, you know, we talk a lot about uh, the house hack and using a VA loan to buy a multifamily property. We put out so many videos um, on that. And what are some of the advantages behind buying a multifamily property? And I think the pandemic kind of shined a light on some some of the some of the sucky points of having a single family home right because mm -hmm. that tenants that's, that's living in there and I, and I heard several people have these stories uh where they pcs right they pcs before the pandemic right because there was a pcs cycle in january before anyone locked down and started saying people couldn't pcs anymore so that winter cycle there was there was a lot of people that had um, that had a single family home that rented it out and went and bought a new home, right? So they bought a new home at their new duty station and they were renting out their other one. Um, sometimes it wasn't to a military family, then the pandemic hit and then the eviction moratorium. So they couldn't evict anybody. And then, you know, unfortunately, let's just be real. There's some people out there that are taking advantage, that were oh, yeah. and probably still are taking advantage of the system. And, and I heard those stories. They were like, well, the, the dudes, not, as, soon as, as soon as they enacted the eviction moratorium, I just stop getting rent miraculously that person yeah. uh, stopped working or, or got fired the day they enacted the eviction moratorium right so um now that person that that service member is living in a <clears throat> living in a home and paying the mortgage or the rent for the place that they just pcs to at the same time still having to support the other unit or the other single family that they were in before and now they're just like stuck that they're in a bad situation a bad spot it happened I had two, two different stories um, of, of individuals literally DM me about that exact same situation on what I need to do in that exact, uh, exact situation. It sucks. It really, really sucks. So I think it kind of changed the conversation, changed the mindset of some of those uh, single family home investors and what it needs, what, how they need to analyze a deal prior to going into it, just like you're talking about the recession proof piece. And I think that's extremely important because we need to, as investors, right, as entrepreneurs, as individual and individuals, we always need to be thinking, how can we uh, uh, make, you know, how can we find that silver lining, right? Uh, pressure makes diamonds, right? So when these situations come up, what are we doing to make the best of them? And what's crazy is as, as drastic and as impactful as that short time was for COVID, eviction moratoriums, people look, people getting furloughed, losing their jobs. Guess what happened? Just a short, shortly after, a couple months later, one of the most impressive housing markets you have ever seen when it comes to sales. Right around the time where you happened to deploy and we had to figure out, okay, we got COVID. We got to figure out our, our, our stuff on the investment side. We got to figure out stuff on our family side. Uh-oh, we got to figure out military cash flow. How are we going to handle this? And then boom, you're out of the country. So how did that work out for you? What was your thought process when uh, that time came up for you? Yeah, man, the, that rotation uh, to, to Germany and Poland, um, it was, um, I, I guess I knew about it like a month before actually PCSing because they weren't originally supposed to, to stay there. They were supposed to go somewhere else, but because mm -hmm. the pandemic hit, they pretty much got uh, stuck in place and they, they had to stay there and they took another rotation of where they were at instead of going to 
um, uh, the different deployment that they were supposed to go on, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, they kind of got shifted. But um, my, my thought process or my main concerns were, all right, one, um, you know, obviously my family, right? And, and, and I'm so fortunate that I have such a great support system. And as far as my family with, with my mom and, and then my wife's uh, mom and dad, you know, their, their side of the family, um, it's just, it's just awesome that we could, we could uh, kind of, they would basically take our kids and, and help with that family situation, because it was not just me that went on the rotation, it was my wife and I both together um, out of the country where our two young boys were with, uh, they shared time between my parents' house, right? And then my my wife's brother and sister, and uh, my wife's brother and sister, right? So um, luckily we had a great support system. And then on the flip side, we, we talk about the business, right? So what about military cash flow? And luckily, again, I have a great support system in Mike Glassby and Wazim, dude. Like, so, so you guys really took the reins and, and really did a lot, man. If you guys notice around that same time frame, Mike started putting out a lot of individual videos because, you know, I, my, my schedule was kind of wacky. We we're on six, six hour time differences and it was, it was a bunch of different stuff. Right. So, <clears throat> um, we were really, uh, back to that partnership. It had, had, it, had, you, we never got together. Right. I just wouldn't have been putting out episodes for, <laughs> for, yep, like, yep. for like, a, you know, eight months or something, you know? So um, what, what about you, man? Yeah. How did you uh, navigate that? You're, you're exactly right. You hit the nail on the head, guys. We preach so much the importance of partnerships and sharing the workload. That's in everything in life, right? And so Dan brought a perfect example of how family really came into play when his nine to five required him to go somewhere else, Right. Um, so that's just an example, but then in business, right. Me and Wasim kind of carry the low, but during that time while you were gone, we, you know, we were producing content. This was also a time where I was able to close on my first hotel syndication. I was able to produce a, an Amazon bestseller, a lead investor, right. I see it in the back of dance too. Yep. Right. And, and I also made a move for the team where we expanded the team from Fayetteville to Charlotte. And when I moved to Charlotte, I was the only person who did it. I spearheaded that movement over here. So now imagine still operating the team, still operating military cash flow, trying to get these other you know big projects out the way, and then trying to, to establish the network and the relationships in a whole new market. The whole point is I didn't do it that by myself. I did none of that by myself. It was literally all through partnerships and all through teams. So it was a big... Uh, it was crazy. And during COVID too, right? Where everything is shut down, you got to wear a mask and everything. So as you guys are starting to, to feel overwhelmed, as you guys are starting to feel like uh, an obstacle is insurmountable or whatever the case is, just understand that there's probably somebody in your corner. There's probably somebody in your corner that you can rely on. You got to find them. You got to find them. You got to make that connection and you got to make it work. But it wasn't too... Yeah, I want to add. I want to add one piece to that, man. Um, because we love to connect people with people, right? Yes. Like within yes. our network, right? In any guest that's ever been on our podcast, just so you guys know, behind the scenes we have conversations after the episode's over. But the very last question that we that we ask on the episode is, 
how can we help you? And basically yes. who can we introduce you to, right? So any one of our network, any one of our guests has been on our podcast before, a lot of them have similar situations or similar synergies or, you know, they might match well with another person that's already been on our guest or a person within our network in general, right? So if you're listening to this and if you're going through something, you're like, man, I don't know what, what I need to do. It'd be, it would sure be nice if I, you know, if I could figure out how to do my Airbnb or it'd, be, it'd sure be nice if I could figure out how to do this hotel syndication or it'd be, it would sure be nice if I can figure out how to do triple net leases, right? Yep. Um, and, and these these things that you're going through, let us know, dude, like reach out to us and shoot us a DM. I would love to introduce you to, I'll, I'll write up an email, Michael do the same thing to mm -hmm. someone in our network that can help you, dude. Like that's what we're here for, man. Like we, we didn't just build this thing for nothing, just not to help anyone out. Yeah. Yep. So um, I, I just want to throw that out there because oftentimes, times um just like mike said man we, we don't do any of this alone none of this stuff is done alone and oftentimes you can be in the thick of things and you're thinking man, how the hell am i going to get through this dude yo just just hit us up man hit us up and we'll introduce you to somebody let us know what you need how we can help you and then you know we'll we'll, we'll make that contact for you but absolutely i'll tell you even go to the go to the facebook group guys there's a whole community of like-minded individuals who are willing to help. I mean, I, I get astonished every time because me and Dan talk about it, or we only have so much time in the day, right? So sometimes by the time we get ready to respond, we realize 17 people have already responded. We love that. Like that, that's beautiful. That's the community that has been developed over time, guys. So yeah, reach out to us, reach out to the community. I mean, we're here, we're here to help you. Everybody is. Yeah, man. And then, so you moved to Charlotte, right? In October, 2020, then I, I redeployed in December, 2020. At the same time, you went and got your MBA from UNC Chapel yeah, Hill. That's it right man. there too. That's my it right man. there. You see my two biggest accomplishments are right behind me. Obviously it's blurry because I got a new camera. Yay. But, uh, <laughs> but those are right behind me, man. Yeah. That was a fun time too. Yeah. So what was the purpose of that? Like, I mean, cause yeah. you were at the point where you were already retired, you're making passive income, you're crushing it in the real estate space. Right. Inquiring minds want to know why yeah. do you need to get an MBA at that point? Yeah. So a lot of people have asked me this and you know, some people may like my answer. Some people may not, but I'm going to be honest with you. It was, it was, um, a bit of a pride thing. And let me explain that a little bit deeper. So all my life, uh, all right, let's just be honest. Let's be real here. Being a black man growing up, my dad always told me that life is not always gonna be equal. You can be in the same situation with other people, so you may not be looked at the same. But all right, let's be honest. I'm still here, don't worry about that. So in addition to that, I know that when I was younger, I got a lot of tattoos and I'm proud of my tattoos. I got no issue with that. But now you see a bald man, bearded tattoos, a little rough around the edges. I cuss a lot. People might discount me for my actual knowledge of what I'm capable of. So something that my dad taught me and something that I embody is that I'm, I'm going to make sure that I'm never discounted ever in life. So not only am I going to walk the walk, I'm going to talk the talk. So not only am I going to go to the military and try one of the hardest things out there. Not only am I going to invest my ass off and get licensed and be one of the top producers. I'm going to make sure that all my credentials match up with the NBA, Amazon best-selling author, all this other stuff. So when I walk into a room and I tell you this is what I want, I don't want you to discount my, my opinion, right? Again, it's an ego thing. But for me, you know, in addition to that, hey, by the way, guys, educate yourselves. The VA, I'm sorry, the Army paid for that. 
That was 100% free from a top tier university for an MBA program. So that's really the reason behind it. It wasn't nothing else. I know, I, and, I, and I preach this all the time. You do not need a conventional education to be successful in life. You do not need a conventional education to be a successful entrepreneur. You do not. But let's be honest, let's say you start making some real money and you get into a room of all these bankers and MBA graduates and all these Harvard dudes and they start throwing big names and acronyms out you, but it's your money, how little would you feel? You know what I mean? Like for me, this, again, this is just my, this is my opinion. So it may be an unpopular opinion, a little bit ego driven, but hey, I'm gonna knock it out so nobody can knock it from me, man. I don't care, man. I like it, dude. That was real. Yeah. That was raw, dude. Yeah. Like I, I, I got, I got the chill right there. It's like <laughs> I don't care, man. I'm, let, let's be real for a second. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, great answer, man. Great answer. I'm, not, I'm, I'm going back to school as well because it's free. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, let's get. Yeah, yeah, hold on. It's free. It's free. Let's let's start off there. You, then, there you go. <laughs> you know, that's the big one. We actually made an episode yeah. about that too. I don't remember what episode it was. Um, I think it was Mark Delaney came on and, and talked about it I, I believe so um about how to get the educate how to how to get uh i guess uh educational perks and and how to get some of those things free and how to get in the top tier uh universities and things like that um but might yeah man. jason bird i think it might have been jason but I it doesn't matter it was it was good it was one of them listen to both of them guys listen to both. <laughs> we, had, we had a couple of guests come on and talk about just yeah. getting uh getting education and some of the benefits of the military right so i'm gonna i'm gonna go get my master's as well and then when i get to take two years off for i'll get take two years off right i get paid the same as i am right now but my only focus is to go to school so in a little while you know you kind of see me balding already i'm gonna go ahead and shave that bad boy off and then i'm gonna go like ahead and grow, my, grow my beard yeah. out for the two years <laughs> i'm gonna look like a mike Glassby too man <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, so yeah, so it, that, that's awesome. So you got your, you got your MBA in 2020. And then shortly after that, man, in January, me and Karina came back and we both got our license. Uh, if you guys yep. don't know, Karina's my wife. Uh, we both got, um, our real estate license. We are licensed in Georgia. So if you know anybody that needs to, uh, buy a home anywhere in Georgia or really anywhere in the U S man, we, we yes. bet realtors, um, that, that's one of our things. We vet realtors for our service members, because as you guys know, if you guys bought several homes before, all realtors aren't built the same. Sometimes they're just trying to, you know, you know, sell you what they can, because obviously their, their income is tied to how much your home is sold for, how much your home, how much you buy your home for. Right. So, um, we, we like to vet realtors, especially, uh, to, to ensure that they understand, uh, like a proper investment, right. And how to use the VA loan, uh, on multifamily homes. Cause you wouldn't believe how many, um, how many realtors don't know that you can, uh, you can buy a multifamily with, um, a VA, VA loan or, or yep. an FHA loan product or something like that. You, or that you can buy more than one VA at the same time, right? Not at the same time, but you can hold more. Many realtors don't know that either. That that's very, very true. So uh, that's where we're at with that. We got license. Um, and, and a lot of that was due to you, Mike, man. Like we had an episode, I don't know. Um, it had to be sometime in 2019. And you were yeah. basically just like, hey, why you should get licensed? And I was like, all right, we'll go ahead and get licensed. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was convincing enough, you know? So yeah. and we'll um, put that show episode down there too, guys. Because I mean, it's something important to, to at least know your options when you are real estate investing. Well, how else can you make money? Really, that's what it can boil down to, man. 
Yeah, and it definitely helps just having access to your local MLS and, and being able yep. to kind of look at deals, source deals yourself and things like that. So it's it's really cool. All, all going back to educate yourself, right? It's another piece of education and um, helping us along our own investment journeys, right? So it's really cool. Um, and then I guess kind of to, to wrapping it up, right? Like the, the, the um, big thing that's happened recently is the MLO, the Mortgage Loan Officer. Our very yeah, own Mike Classman is now uh, yeah. getting that money for our, um, getting that money for our service members out there. For anyone out there that's looking for yeah. an investment property or that uh, is looking for their own home in what South Car- in any of the Carolinas, right? Yeah, North or South Carolina. So, 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 wait a minute, man. So you got like a bunch of stuff going on. You're buying hotels. You're yeah. freaking. You got <laughs> you got apartment complexes. You're you got out of the military. You you know got the MBA. We talked about all these awesome things. Why the why the loan officer, man? Why the loan officer? So this is another good question. I get this often too. It's like, if you're making a lot of money as a realtor, why go loan officer? I'm going to be honest again, because this is what we do here. So I never really had a passion as a realtor. I never did, but I found the value in it. And I know that by helping others, right? Uh, Jim Rohn says, um, uh, you get compensated in direct proportion for the problem that you solve, right? And for most others, if you can help them solve their problem, which is finding real estate deals, boom, you're good to go. But what I realized time and time again is that the real issue for most people is the money. It really is. Most people can find a deal. Most people can find a wholesaler who can provide a deal. They don't really know how to finance it, right? And most of the time as a realtor, really what I was solving was how can you buy it? How can you finance it? That's how I close so many deals. I help people finance it. So I said, man, why don't I just get to the finance side of the house? It's something that I personally enjoy. I love numbers. If y'all seen some of these episodes, I get stupid crazy with like, oh, right. So um, I always wanted to do it. But again, the opportunity was presented to me, it was offered to me, it was opened up to me by a gentleman named Patrick Stoy, who's one of our premier lenders on the Five Pillars team. So once he opened it up to me, it was just like, hey, this is obviously, it's meant to be, I'm going to take this opportunity. Now, all I really have to do is learn the individual products, I don't have to build out the systems because it's already there. And everybody wins now. The Five Pillars team gets to win out because I can help provide them a lot more creative solutions to this. Although Patrick Patrick can do it, you got to realize just like everything else in life, you can only handle so much, right? So by bringing on two individuals that can think in that manner, now we can provide more. And then now the same opportunities open up to the military cash flow community, right? So it's it's a beautiful thing, man. I think it's going to work out well for everybody across the board. And I won't be doing this forever either. But hey, it's just that next step in life. You know, this real estate journey is just, is just crazy, man. Like where it can lead you to where it starts. I mean, I guess it's just life in general though. Right. Like, but um, I mean, the same thing applies to real estate, how are your investing journey? I mean, you can start off somewhere and then you never know kind of where you're, where you're going to, uh, I guess, end up as long as the, I guess the outcome is income. Right. Um, and, and, and happiness, right. Uh, income and happiness, um, it's all good, but that's, it's just, it's just wild. Like hearing, all right, you started, we started at the growth conference. Um, we kind of fast forward somehow opportunity presented itself. Now we're military cash flow together. We're, we're doing all these things. All right. License. All right. We, we got other investments. You got hotel syndications, you know, and now the, the loan officers, like, I don't know, man. And, and then just getting, uh, being able to interview all these awesome, awesome yeah. guests, especially like the people that we've been able to impact through this, through this platform. I mean, what, two episodes ago, we just had, uh, the Mua family who bought their first, yep. uh, duplex and, and like, you know, didn't have the greatest credit, you know, they got, you know, E3, like 
now he's yeah. li- living rent basically um, damn near rent free and still um, and 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 still able to cash or keep all his BH. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if you ever sit and like really just think about that, dude. Like, and, and that's only military cash flow for me, right? But you got military cash flow and you got the loan officer side and you got five pillars, right? Like, I know you've got to be sitting back like eating eating a lot of just. I guess, humble pie. Like, you're just like, oh man, it's, it's kind of brings you down to earth, right? It's like, damn dude, like, just look at this, this web that we're, that we're involved in that we have a piece in, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like oh. that's, that's what, in my opinion, that's what life is about. You know what I mean? So too many times we're, especially when we don't have nothing, we're, we're super focused on ourselves. Like, believe me, we, we were there, you know, we don't have nothing. We're focused on ourselves, but you know, they always say when you get more money, you just do more of what you're naturally inclined to do. But if people aren't trying to give, trying to build up everybody around them, what's the whole point of it? You know what I mean? Like, what's the whole point of it all? And that's why I'm so grateful for everything, this entire community here who, I mean, guys, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. I think that's how I said, right? But 78,000 views. Are you serious? Never in my wildest dreams that I think that we would be able to build something like this, right? The community. And again, it is, it's not, it's not us. It's you guys. It's everybody who's watching, who's sharing the content, who's pushing the like button, who's subscribing, right? It's, it's to Wasim who's doing all the work, right? <laughs> to get these things out there. So it is extremely, extremely humbling. And, and I'm extremely grateful for everybody who, who's actually taking value out of this content and whose whose lives it's actually impacting. And so every time you guys give us a, a story, man, we love it. We love when you guys share your successes, share your stories, anything that we can do to help. That's what we're here for. Definitely, man. Hey, so let's wrap this thing up, man. What's the uh, giveaway about? Because uh, I know we talked about it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I know the pieces of it. The hundred. Yeah. yeah. What, what are we doing for this thing? Man? All right, guys. So for for the giveaway, what we're doing is we're giving away both of our real estate courses for free that's crazy crazy amount of value guys but in order to do it what you have to do is you have to you have to go ahead and like and subscribe you got to be a subscriber but you have to share our content you have to tag military cash flow and you have to use the hashtag 100th episode and it'll be in the show notes it'll be in the show notes so don't worry you don't have to memorize it, but you have to tag at military cash flow and hashtag 100th episode episode yeah i don't mess it up i can't even speak but that's how you can get both of those real estate courses for free yo man and we've had i i think we have we've had like well over 50 people and uh sign up for for both of our courses probably closer to 100 or something like that um and i mean we haven't had them for for that long but we've had some success through it like i said we just had the clinton the mua family on um i think a couple episodes before that we had uh uh, staff Sergeant Wong on who took the course as well. And there's a few other people. I've been trying to get some other people on the course that that's, that's gotten success, but they're a little, they're a little uh, YouTube shy. I don't really want to yep. want to get on or anything like that, but um, we've had, we've had some success with these people taking our courses. So if you are trying to figure out how to, um, how to buy, how to finance, how to find, how to analyze the deal. You know, if you want all the, the great things um, as far as like dealing with contractors, all the forms, all the things, I mean, you, you need to get this course. And then on top of that, we're giving the book away too, right? What, yep. What, yep. What, that, that has all of, all of Mike's story. It goes through, you know, his, his wholesaling failure. <laughs> I'm surprised at how popular that story has become. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, 
everybody tells the successes. Everybody yeah. always tells the successes, but it's the failures that matter because that's what makes us, that's what makes a success, right? We need those failures. You fail your way to success, right? That's that's kind of one of those things that people say, fail your way to success. But um, but you, you learn about Mike's whole story uh, in that book, and it's awesome. It really is. Um, it, it's a quick read, and, and it's great. It has all everything you're going to need. Um, and on top of that, you supplement that with a course and you can be your own rock star, dude. Like, and then on top of that, obviously, if you're in the course, you're going to have our information to be able to, to, uh, to access us and, and, yep. and schedule like, uh, phone calls with us and stuff and stuff like that. So definitely, um, take advantage of this opportunity, take advantage of this giveaway 100 hashtag 100th episode, um, at military cash flow. make sure you tag it, share it, all that stuff. And, um, yeah, man. Uh, you got any other, anything else, uh, Mike? No, that's it guys. Again, we appreciate you go out there and do great things. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, 100th episode, baby. 100th episode. Um, if you like what you're hearing, make sure you watch this on or make sure you hit the like, hit the subscribe, uh, comment down below if you need to. Um, if you're listening to this on podcast, do us a favor, share this with a friend, man. Uh, we're all about helping other service members out, helping, you know, share their stories. And also, if you know any other service member that's involved in real estate, right, that you think they have an interesting story, tell them to hit us up, man. We would love to share that, bring them on the show and share their story. So um, please <clears throat> do those things and uh, we'll be happy campers. Um, we're already happy campers because it's the 100th episode. You know, I'm about to go yeah. eat my lemon meringue pie. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said, man, this is Dan Wynn. And Mike Glassby. Signing off.